Hello and welcome back to The Huddle. Here at The Huddle, we are a podcast that focuses on positive sports chat. We love to hear from sports people about their lives, their careers, and how sport can have a positive impact on our communities. Our names are... Elroy. Archie. Otis. And Kenny. Today we are lucky enough to have Christian... uh, Sorry. Christian Leo Willey joining us for a chat. Christian is a 24-year-old dynamic loose forward who can play both six and eight and is a Otago Bunnings MPC player. He is now playing for the Crusaders in the Super Rugby Pacific. Welcome to the huddle, Christian. Thank you very much for having me. Where were you born? Yeah. Uh, I was born in Auckland. Oh, yeah. yeah, North Shore Hospital up there, yeah. yeah. What was growing up like for you? Um, came from um, Samoan descent, mum and dad up in Auckland as well. I uh, had a younger sister growing up and I also have an older half-sister. Um, it was pretty good. Um, I was lucky to have both my parents still together and um, Dad was uh, Mr Mum at home. Um, he was the one who did most of our upbringing and Mum was working full-time just to you know balance out having a parent there at home for me and my sister and you know also someone making the bread. So, yeah, I was pretty blessed to have a um, pretty good home growing oh, up. Yeah. That's nice. Like, how was it living in Auckland for that time before you moved? Uh, it was pretty, it was all I knew really. Uh, I was just always surrounded by my street friends, guys that are my neighbours, um, and my school friends mostly. Um, and my high school was pretty close, everything was pretty close for me. I stayed out in West Auckland, so yeah, everything was local to me. It was just, I was just dreading when I was going to grow up and have to tackle the traffic <laughs> going into town and stuff, but uh, nah. It was pretty cool moving to Auckland and then into Dunedin was just a whole different, yeah, whole different ball game down there, eh? When did yeah. you uh, move to Dunedin? Uh, straight out of school. So oh, I spent yeah. um, 18 years of my life, first part of my life in Auckland and then the past six years I spent in Dunedin um, just to go down there and study and play some footy and yeah, here I am now in Christchurch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Who in your family is your biggest supporter and how do they support you? Um, I'd say... I don't think I have a biggest supporter or the person who I was probably inspired most in what I do now is my dad. Um, he's the one who put the rubber ball in my hands when I was just a little wee fella running around and stuff. But um, they support me through everything, mostly like, you know, um, just having those weekly calls with them sort of like grounds me again and uh, helps my mental, emotional well-being and helps me just, you know, um, tackle the next thing that comes across no matter what it is, if it's bad or good. Mm. Um, and they also supported me in uni when funds were low and needed a bit of you know food on the side, snacks mm. or something. Yeah, yeah. mum was always there as well. But yeah, probably my mum and dad much bigger supporters. But my whole family, like uncles, aunties, and stuff, they're always around me. So yeah. yeah. Nice. Do Do your siblings play any sports? Yeah, um, they're not professionally, but we're all a pretty sporty family. who grew mm. up um, always around different types of balls, bats, like you name it. Eh? Like my dad was always. We were always outside playing, you know, cricket, whatever sport was there before the season. Um, mum, uh, my um, older sister is pretty sporty. She played a bit of like, indoor netball and stuff. And the younger sister coming through school played netball, volleyball. Um, yeah, just everything really, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, what was your first rugby experience? My first rugby experience? Um, what, me playing or just, just like anything, anything to do with rugby? Do with rugby? Oh. It's probably um, when my uncle, who was playing for Premier Club in um, Auckland called Watamata, and my dad 
took me along to the game and I just remember being bored out of my mind. <laughs> just watching it, just all I knew was my uncle was on the field and kicking the ball around and hitting people and mm. I was just more worried about when I was going to play PlayStation next. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that was probably my first rugby experience. Yeah. Oh, did you play as a kid? I played, yep, yeah, in the front yard as a kid. Oh, yeah. um, did you mom, play for like a club? Yeah, well, mum didn't want me to play until I was 13 because she was so scared of me getting injured. So I played soccer for a club um, down there. It was White Watakiri Rugby Club. Oh, a football club. And then I played for, when I was 12, Watakiri Rugby Club, under 13. Oh, yeah. what? So with the, what, what age were you when you went to that rugby game? Oh, I was, what, about seven or eight? Oh, yeah, yeah but I always knew what a rugby ball was or all the yeah. different types of balls anyway, yeah. so yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what made you want to play rugby? Probably just I love the sport. Um, that was the ball that I probably clung on to the most. I got like baby photos of me and me the size of the ball holding the ball. <laughs> yeah, um, nah, but I always grew up around it. My dad was a big footy, like footy head and played his rugby here when he came over from Samoa to New Zealand. And, um, yeah, it really inspired me to always try to do my best in the sport. And I'm just real blessed that I get to do that now as a profession. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. You, you, like, you've already said that you, like, used to play any other sports. But, like, do you play any sports, other sports, like, currently or just rugby? Uh, just rugby at the moment. But I was real big into my uh, my volleyball. Oh, yeah. uh, going through school, that was my summer sport. I mean, everyone was playing mm. cricket. I was playing volleyball. And I do this thing... Um, in Auckland, it's called Sports Camp. Oh, yeah. Have you guys heard of it at all? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, it's a pretty really cool is. thing. It's like, so different teams get together and they head down to Matamata, Totoro Springs, and they, um, it's basically from 6am to 11pm at night, it's just pure sports. Oh, so you wake up and play seven, soccer, yeah, like table tennis, patonk, hockey, like literally you name it, and it's just constant sports. Cool. So. That sounds real That's fun. Yeah. I love Canterbury, the Crusaders, and the All Blacks. What teams did you support when you were growing up? When I was growing up, it was definitely Auckland and Blues. the Blues. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty weird. And actually, when we played the Blues this year, my dad's first time ever in his whole life supporting the Crusaders against the Blues. <laughs> my yeah. family as well. But um, yeah, I supported the Blues, Auckland, and the All Blacks, and Samoa as well. Mm. I guess are they like your you go well, is it Crusaders your favorite team now? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And then probably Blues. Oh uh, yeah, oh. I'd say the Blues. Are, I think I really like the the Chiefs as well. They've got a pretty cool culture going on up there, and mm-hmm. yeah. Personally, I like obviously Crusaders, but like Highlanders because my mom's from there. Oh yeah. So like, I guess we like the Highlanders. Oh, we as well. families from. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably why I support Auckland as well. Because most of my fans up there. Mm. Yeah, nice. What is it like travelling to lots of places? What are the good things and what are the bad things? Man, it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's a massive privilege. I always have to, like, pinch myself when I'm on the plane and things because it was, like, unheard of my growing up anyway. We, like, we went from our family with money. And so, like, when we were on the planes and things, going to hotels and all that, it's pretty special. Mm. And I, I love that part of it, really, like, the travelling, just getting to connect with the boys that, you know, usually go home at the end of the day, but... When you're training overseas, you go back to the hotel and you're still with all the, around all the boys and management staff. And I reckon it's just, yeah, it's one of the best things I reckon about footy is um, the travel. And then also, nice. like on off days and stuff, you get to see the world sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, explore different cities and foods. I love my food there, eh? like different <laughs> different places. But um, yeah. it was a bad thing. It was probably 
the washing. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> coming home and then you forget that you're on your last pair of undies for the <laughs> for the week and you're like, oh, okay, I gotta Can't do it again. Yeah. Mm. I'd say the washing and just oh, maybe like the constant moving around. Maybe if you, I, me now, I'm living with uh, at a flat, but I could see how it'd be pretty hard on like dads. And that sort of having a family at home and having to move all the time and yeah. you know miss out on most weekends with family and stuff. But I'd say that'd be the only bad thing, really. Is cool. What's your goal for twenty twenty three? Rugby goal. Mm, oh, not just, just, just your goal. Um, I think for me, my goal was to just be the best that I can be now with my full time uh, commitment to rugby. And it's just like I always try to remind myself of like what I have because it's easy to always want more. And the more grateful you are for what you have at the moment, it makes you, you know, attack away every day a bit harder because that's what for me anyway. So my goal was just to attack every single day like it's my last. So mm. it's because it's my first time having a full contract and being full-time professional without worrying about what's coming next, so... Yeah, because you're signed for next season, aren't you, as well? Yeah, yeah, this year, next season, so... Yeah, yeah. pretty special, and I'm just taking every day as it comes and giving yeah. my best, yeah. Mm. Nice. You said you look... Your, one of your biggest role models was your dad. Do you look up to any other rugby players that are retired now? Um, growing up, my, my two main... Um, my two main artists that I used to look up to was Jerome Kainal and uh, Jerry Collins. Hi. They were just like, you know, big, hard-hitting men. They were just like, you know, didn't take no for an answer on the field. And that's who I like try to pull my game in front, you know, mold my game around. And yeah, and I was I was the kid that was always watching just them on the on the <laughs> games and stuff. But yeah. Um, yeah, those two, Jerome Kainal and Jerry Collins, yeah. Mm. Yeah. My favourite food is fried chicken. Shout out to Bobby Wayne at CNC Chicken Incorporated. Describe your favourite meal. <laughs> My favourite meal is probably traditional Samoan food, which is uh, chopped soy. I don't know if you guys know that. And taro. And um, my all-time favourite food would be raw fish. Have you said that? Like right, um, sashimi? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's raw fish, like hooky or something, and then you put coconut cream, onions, tomatoes. I've seen it in... Yeah, I could eat that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Flavour <laughs> yeah. food. Um, my favourite players are Richie Moana, Severus, and Pablo Matera. Who is your favourite player and why? Oh, Jerome Kaino and Aye. Jerry Collins. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are my main two, yeah. What's the biggest challenge being a professional sports person? Um, maybe just the, the learnings of uh, recovery, especially. Because mm. you're... You're hammering your body a lot um, every day and it's you don't really think about it when you're first into it that you you need to be doing things outside of the training environment and things like that to make yourself better for the next day. And I think um, that was probably my biggest challenge was trying to make sure I tackled and planned out my recovery so I could um, be better for the next yeah next mm. training session or next game or something yeah. Yeah, yeah what advice would you give young people that want to make their make sport their career uh there's definitely hard work beats talent for sure mm. but there's also you got to be smart i think with how hard you're working as well mm. um and also it, it comes with a bit of luck 
play yeah. as well. Like it's you can't just work hard and expect something to come out of it. Like you gotta yeah. be in the right places at the right time. And I think if you're trying to make the sport your career, it's just you've gotta yeah work hard on what you know and know your weaknesses and your strengths and you know tackle your weaknesses and just build on your strengths as much as possible and someone will give you a shout. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Hello, Tafati. We are part of Etu Tangata, which is about tackling tall poppy syndrome. I would like to talk to you about how these three strands apply to you. You have value, we succeed together, and others matter. So, you have value. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I don't really know about this, Tafati, but I know about tall poppy syndrome and how it's a massive problem, especially mm. in um, New Zealand culture. And I think when you think about that, it's like the first strand of you have value what comes to mind is just knowing who you are and believing in who you are so much so that you don't need to pull anyone else down Mm. Um, and if anyone is trying to do something for themselves like knowing that you have that value is the same for them and you shouldn't be dogging on them for you know trying Mm. to do something you know even if it's new if it's loud if it's you know because people just love it when you've got a guy who's achieving and who's just keeping to himself and you know being part of the shadows but I think when you think about you have value I think you got to know that everyone has value yeah mm-hmm. no matter who they are where they're from and yeah nice um but the we succeed together oh, that just ties perfectly into that we yeah. succeed together because if you know you have value and I'll everyone has value you do it all together mm. and I think um yeah I think that's massive it's something that definitely needs to be worked on in our society today mm. and with others matter as well like it does all tie back to just having believing in yourself and your value and knowing that someone else has theirs even mm. if it's different from what you've known growing up and stuff you just yeah it's all love you know yeah I really like putting on big hits what's your favourite thing smashing people scoring tries try celebrations or something else <laughs> uh, my favourite is just definitely getting the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just, yeah, it was always been a natural thing for me when I was growing up just to, you know, on the street playing the backyard <laughs> league and stuff, trying to put on the wax and the fins and the <laughs> yeah. and the bumps. But it's a different game when you're, when you're playing it for the Crusaders and things, you know. But yeah. that's definitely where the love of the game comes for me. So, yeah. Still want to do that yeah. to the, the old Reds this weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we're doing our best. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. yeah, what is it like playing for the Crusaders and what do you think makes them such a great team? Oh, it's honestly surreal um, playing for the Crusaders actually because you're playing with so many like crazily, like crazily good players who have been playing since I was you know, at high school and stuff. And um, I think what makes them such a great team is just their care for each detail in the team, like not even just the on-field things, like off-field, making sure everyone's all right, and just like the care as well and their preparation. Um, I've never been, yeah, part of a team that's just so ingrained on their detail so that it becomes like second nature. And so when you get out on the field, you're not, you're not overthinking anything. You're just playing what's in front of you and everything just comes naturally, sort of, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I reckon, that care factor also goes into their buy into the team's goal and vision, which is run by Razor. Like, 
like clockwork, eh? Like he's yeah. he's in there every day, like grinding it, and everyone just buys into it. And I think that's what makes the point of difference. Mm. Yeah. What do you What do you think about him being the new All Blacks coach? Oh, I think it's well. I've only known him for probably like six months now, and he's had a massive impact on my game already. And the way that I've thought about the game and play the game, and I think he's just gonna do great things for the All Blacks. Do you um, hope to be in the All Blacks? Yeah, that's been my um, my goal since I ever started playing rugby. Yeah. For sure, and um, but yeah, that that's that's the big goal in the end of the day. But I just, just like I said, my goal just to be my best every single day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What's it like playing rugby against some people that you know and have played with? Ah, uh, this is pretty funny, but um, like when I'm on the field, like there's no friends. <laughs> unless you're wearing the same jersey as me mm. and uh, I like to keep it that way or else it just affects my game but it's um it's pretty cool I'd say like it's the that's what rugby is as well bringing people together and like after the games and stuff when you get to catch up it's always cool uh, when you've you know when you know someone pretty well as well on the other team but um, playing against them it's, it's pretty funny because you you get to do things you wouldn't normally do and just walking around town or something you can get smashed in for free and don't get told off for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. What's it like to have fans? That's pretty, yeah. I still haven't... I still think I don't have fans, but when people, when kids come up to me and ask me for my like lifting blocks after the game and things like that, it's pretty surreal because I was that kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's, um, it makes you real... What do you call it? Like, real... Makes you think a lot about how you carry yourself as well, mm. um, especially around the public. Like, like I remember, like when I was young, when I seen Ali Williams walk through the airport in bare feet, and like he would probably never think twice about that day, but like it's like stuck with me forever. So, mm. I always think that the way I carry myself has to be a positive, you know, influence. No matter if I think I'm being watched or not, and uh, that's what I think now. By having fans, is it's pretty crazy for me to think even that there's someone out there who's you know looking up to me so yeah pretty special yeah. yeah um do you get nervous before games and if so how do you deal with your nerves when i started in um in high school i used to be nervous from sunday to friday <laughs> i used to be on the bus on the way to the game or just be my hands would be sweating and just <laughs> yeah no good but now these days uh, the way i've settled my nerves i still get nervous for sure but it's way less now. I, it's more, I just have some music in my ears. Um, and all I'm thinking about is like my role that I have to do on the field. What music do you listen to? Oh, probably Mariah Carey. So I'm playing one at the moment. It's pretty good. But I've got a bit of a playlist. I always like a bit of Tupac close to the ground. I have a little bit of a yeah routine that I go through just... I also have some um, gospel music that I listen to at home in the hotel and stuff, and then builds up, builds up. I like to, yeah, I think the music relaxes me a lot. Yeah, because Tomasi said he likes Tupac as well. Yeah. yeah, oh, when you get into the going and the Tupac starts playing, you're like, yeah, yeah. You're like ready to go, you know? Yeah. If you could play for any sports team, what would it be and why? Any sports team? I'd probably, probably be. Probably be the Chicago Bulls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Basketball fan? Basketball fan. Right. Yeah. And um, 
right now they've got Patty Boo there. If you guys know Patrick Boo, yeah. yeah. It'd be yeah. funny to play with him right now, but uh, I would be keener, yeah, if I wanted to play for the sport. It'd be basketball, NBA, it'd be crazy. Do you have yeah. a favourite player in the NBA? At the moment, uh, between Stephen Adams and Zion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what's your favourite ice cream flavour? Cookie and cream, mate. Oh, yeah. No matter mm-hmm. where I am in the world. What brand? <laughs> it's cookie. Oh. Uh, my, probably my favourite ice cream is a Big Bicky Memphis Meltdown. Mm. Oh, yeah. Have so, to have one of those a week. Not, not too sad about Tip Top not being able to sell it in tubs. Oh, yeah. Is that, when did that come yeah. out? I don't know. That's like yeah, they two don't months sell ago, three months ago. cookies and cream in the tubs, in, anymore. In the tubs yeah. anymore and they don't do a uh, goody goody gum drop anymore. <laughs> That's literally my childhood right there, those yeah. two flavours. <laughs> yeah. But nah, yeah, cook, cookies and cream. Yeah. yeah. Um, does your family still live in Auckland? Yep. Yep, mum and dad still up there. Uh, my sister's. Studying in uh, Dunedin and my older sisters in Melbourne. So we're a bit spread out now, mum and dad are lonely at home, but uh, probably earned it. After. When you went to play the Blues, did you go and see mum and dad? Yeah, mum and dad came to the game, um, my sister as well. Uh, it was pretty special, it was pretty cool, and I had some other family there that I got to see, So and my friends up there as well, so yeah. You've studied dentistry. Do you plan to be a dentist when you, when you finish playing rugby? Yep. Yeah, that's the plan. I'm chipping away at some dentistry at the moment. Um, I'm off days like just before this, so I'm just working down at the uh, the big grid in uh, Christchurch, Papua Nui. But um, yeah, that's that's the plan at this stage. Uh, that was the whole reason why I had to finish uh, my study before I wanted to become rugby player, just so I had something to fall back on. Mm. Um, Hi, it's yeah, that was thanks to mum for joining that in all the time. But, yeah. yeah. Teeth are obviously important to you. Do you make sure all the players wear mouth guards? <laughs> nah. No, I don't. I don't. I, I let them all do what they want to do because I'm, I'm not in the dentist hat. I'm in the rugby hat. Mm-hmm. They're training, but um, yeah. Some of the boys come to me and ask, you know, things here and there about dentistry and things to do with their teeth and stuff, and I yeah. share my knowledge. But yeah. Do you um do you wear mouth guards? Yeah, hundred percent. What kind of stuff do the players ask you about their teeth? Uh whether they should be flossing or whether it's mouthwash. Is it meant to be sideways? Yeah, it's meant to be sideways. Yeah, and or like if they've got a sore tooth, toothache or sensitive teeth or how much Powerade we should be drinking at training. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, all sorts, man. Yeah. yeah. As, like, since you have some Samoan heritage, is what is the importance of the Moana Pacifica team? Oh, I think it was huge for Pacific rugby. Um, as you know, like, over 70% of players in worldwide are Pacific and for people, for our people especially, um, to have a team that represents those islands specifically with people from here, that's pretty special and it's a massive step for um, developing our nations as well in, uh, in the sport uh, because we obviously don't come from you know big uh, socioeconomic statuses in, in, in the islands, it's it's definitely putting a voice out there for our, um, yeah, for our rugby in the country. Yeah. yeah. Um, where do you store all your medals and important rugby stuff? Um, at home in Auckland, my mum has a shelf. Um, it's got my all my jerseys, my debut jerseys, um, everything that I, oh yeah, all me and my sister's achievements we had through coming through school and stuff. 
Yeah, so that's that's the term for cabinet, I think. Um, because I think Max Darling, he was from Tasman, he said that everything he gets, he just takes it down to his parents yeah. in Tasman. <laughs> yeah, so I'm about the same, yeah, I always take it home every time I'm going home to Auckland, and I usually always go home for Christmas break, so, mm. uh, yeah. Uh, we'd like to say thank you for coming and talking to us about some stuff. Uh, good luck for the rest of the season with the Crusaders. Thank you very much. Is that right?